thanks again for tuning in to our Enlightened Conversations, where this season we are deep diving into some tough topics with our guests. I will also be sharing some enlightened conversations with my favorite intergalactic being, Ralph, from my book, Conversations with Ralph, as well as some new, never-been-heard-of conversations with them. You hear it all here, real, raw, and rare, and all shared in an enlightened way. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. It's Michelle Lightworker here. I have the wonderful Susie Wilson from Bottoms Up Colonics joining me today. Hey, Susie. Hey, Michelle, lovely to be here. Yeah, so great. As I was just chatting with you and we were talking about how the last time I had caught up with Susie, we did a, an episode for High Vibe Hunter. We were covering Bottoms Up Colonics and all, all about um, what they do there and it was really super interesting. Um, I still haven't had a colonic. I can't believe I haven't since then. Susie, oh. but, but can I just say I have been, I'm going I'm going I have booked in for one actually, um, oh, just cool. because I really feel like it's a good thing to do. Cause as I, I just mentioned, heading overseas um from November. And I just really would like to, yeah, just be fully in touch with what's going on there. And everything seems to be functioning well. I've been a vegetarian for the last four years. So it'll be just interesting to see what my gut's doing post you know um vegetarianism all that jazz I actually think um it's a nice way to meet yourself you actually and this is the whole thing about the way with Roger's colonics and what we do at bottoms up it's um colonics has been about um traditionally colonics is always elimination of what's in the colon it's always been getting rid of your poop right yeah and and we used to talk also about your cellular cellular memory so getting rid of that and that was one of the reasons I got involved in in colonics originally 20 years ago but you know my ilk and where I've traveled with colonics since actually the last time I spoke to you is very much more conscious of the water that we're using the medicine of the water and the the need uh, for hydration because a lot of our diseases stem out of inflammation, which stems out of dehydration of the cell. So people will say, oh, no, I drink a lot of water, I drink a lot of water. It's actually not we're drinking, it's what we're absorbing. It's a bit like when they say it's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. We find people are so dehydrated now. And, in fact, I was reading an article just the other day that I can't remember off the top of my head but it was actually citing the statistics, which was high for chronic dehydration in the human population today. And that's really partially because of the water that we were drinking. We can't absorb the water. And unfortunately, and I was just speaking to a water expert this morning, um, we, we think we're buying good water. We think we're doing the right thing, but it's still ne not necessarily being structured to a level that we can absorb it. So that's a whole new thing that we're getting interested in the water. So my journey for the last five years has really been about developing our technique with the therapist so that we really look at how we're going to hydrate your body. Um, and, and I think that's some of the work that you saw when you made a comment on one of my posts last week is about what, so whilst we are doing a colonic for hydration, it's about the hydration, not the elimination. What we see through that hydration is an elimination of something that's not poop. It potentially is parasites. It's 
um, not just mucoid plaque that people talk about. There's something that we actually get come away and we can tell by the person's psychology when they're actually releasing that, you know. So, yeah, my journey's been big since I last spoke to you. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And and for those of you who don't know Susie, like she has had an incredible amount of time where she's spent um, 20 over 20 years now um, where she birthed bottoms up colonics um, and and this was like well before any of us kind of were really trending this idea that there's a connection between the gut and the brain mm. um, and cellular memory and things like that so so Susie's been um, you know really in this field intensely for the last 20 years and 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 she's seeing the nuances and and she's seeing how we can also take other approaches to it as well so it's really amazing that you're bringing that to the table today mm. um and i just i just also wanted to speak to the fact that before susie was um immersing herself in the in the industry of colonics she she was also a, a specializing in in you know social work and working with abuse and things like that so she's actually had a, a, a really great history in understanding healing journey understanding you know families suffering from you know abuse trauma yeah. learning and behavior difficulties counseling children and so I just wanted to bring that to the table too because when you have a background in understanding the dynamics of what can create illness and also then you're coming to, into the physical realm where you're realizing how how closely connected the releasing or, or realizing and resolving of those issues affect our health and also how we can help to promote that healing ourselves that emotional healing ourselves through intention through you know physical intention turning up having a colonic and saying okay let's look at this uh, a thousand percent and I find it really fascinating in my life when you talk about it because it's true I spent like 20 years sort of working in the psychology with the brain you know so and working with that trauma and just at the end of that um, I was starting to hear we were starting to hear about cellular memory that really fascinated me and then I sort of then weaved over into having colonics much to my dismay but the connection was the cellular memory and that's what drove me into colonics it wasn't so much that I had really chronic constipation and a bowel issue it was after a session I had it's like wow this has really affected my thinking like I, I'm having clarity and stuff now so it was that in the last 20 years I've been so I did the mind and then the last 20 years really understanding the body and the cellular memory and now I'm very interested in bringing all that together because it's a triology right and it's to bring in the, the spirit and the higher consciousness or that part of us that mystery part of us I, I don't even like to put words to it sometimes because it will close down someone's thinking yeah. but it's that part of us that's more than us yeah. um, in whatever way that you want to have and that part of that's in more of us it's like uh, if you want to talk about it in psychology terms, it is that subconscious. So we know that the the subconscious is driven by the conscious. So it's those physical thoughts, they tell the subconscious what to do, which then will manifest cellularly, right? So now it's like, well, how do we tap into that at that next level up so that we can be really more conscious of how we're healing? And, and that has been a part of my journey since I last saw you. I was diagnosed with lymphoma in... 2020 this time actually three years yep. ago with that and I'm talking about triology it's been three years wow. um, ago I actually had lymphoma and it was pretty bad you, you can't say cancer it's all relative 
it's not good, I guess. But what I meant by that is that it started to have complications because I it started to eat a hole in my throat and I had a lot of fluid on my lungs. So there was a lot of other things going on that I also had to address as well as this massive cancer on my chest in the lymphoma. And um, but being being in my background of well, what is that saying to me cellularly? Like, what is yes. how is my body talking to me? This is my throat. This is about me speaking up. You yeah. know, when I was watching the fluid coming off my lungs, I had like four or five liters of fluid. They were draining it over a weekend. I was basically saying hapono pono the whole time because it was about when I was expressing, it was expressing deep grief, right? But I felt really that it wasn't just my grief. And it wasn't because I was trying to avoid my grief. I'm pretty happy to go there, not to stay there, but we go on a journey and move on with it. But yeah. it was very much that real feeling of a pono upono when I was actually doing that. And and that was, I mean, that that sort of got me through a lot of moments. But that whole about that, that I called it change. It wasn't cancer. It was change because it really did bring my world together. You know, I love that. Body, yeah. My mind. And now it's like, all right, spirit, what, how am I weaving this now? And how, how am I going to bring that out? And that's where water is the medium, you know, like water now is our medicine. And I talk about that. I presented a paper in 2018 on Yebe medicine. And Yebe is a Aboriginal world word for water in Bundjalung uh, language. And, and I was given that term that I could use that. And we're now just understanding. I hear people talk about water now like they've never talked about water before. And if you haven't heard of beautiful Veda Austin, you know, go look her up and look at her work because it's just like amazing that we're now understanding that water is this next element. So I find it's quite fascinating that I'm now sitting in amongst this whole therapy that we do with water. I've spent the last five, six years really looking at it as a, 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 a place of hydration, not just elimination. Mm. It's in fact through this hydration that we promote elimination. It's like that yin and the yang, isn't it? It's like, it's you know, the, it does the whole, it does the whole, um, you know, yang thing of the elimination and then it's doing the yin thing of hydration and Deep. giving us and feeding us as well. So it's got that you know balance um it's interesting you were talking about the, the 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 cancer is that what it is is it lymphoma cancer yeah or so something rather bl yeah. cancer in the lymph nodes is it yeah well but it was yeah. i had like a mass all across my chest it was right it was massive yeah like, like i have a different i have a different take on cancer to a lot of people i think a lot, a lot of people think cancer is bad and I actually look at it like saying look at me I just want to actually have something seriously addressed now I need something to, to be looked at and it's a helper I, I look at it like a change agent of awareness and of um, intense awareness though because it's like it's it's like an urgency and it's um but I also look at it like it's saying I, I need to be looked at right now like um and you know and it's not something that we've done that's wrong it's it's that it's something that's come up to be healed and it, it it's either going to help heal us and we'll stay and and we'll carry through or it's going to heal us and we'll hopefully we'll and we'll, we'll resolve and then we'll we'll we transition and i don't actually look at cancer as as a um as a uh you know a, a bad thing i know a lot have people have that sort of fuck cancer thing i don't, I don't well, I kind think, of have that anger towards cancer you know i think people are scared because of it, it it um it confronts our mortality so yeah. 
And it was never something like that for me. It was it, my little Instagram page my daughter made for me. And mm. I would say to people, it, it's 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 actually cancer, not change. So that's that's what I did. So I'm going through a change. And I would laugh, but I'm serious when I say I feel like the way I had it too and what happened, if, if, if I had got any type of other sickness, I would have just kept working. Mm. I wouldn't have changed my action. Mm. And it was like I had to be slam dunked. I was slam dunked. I couldn't walk. I could hardly talk. I could not really breathe. I couldn't swallow. I didn't eat for three or four months. I couldn't swallow anything. I had a stent. I could hardly swallow my spit. So it was like it was intense. It was big. It was like, you know, making a decision. One night I I, lit, I had a talk with spirit and said, oh, you know, I think I'm done. Like, I'm pretty good. Like, I went through my life. It's like, yeah, I'm done. I, I feel like I've contributed and I actually really feel like I have in my life. I feel like I've contributed very well in whatever role I've done, both professionally and, and with my family and my personal life. And and so I was quite resolved about that. But then my daughter come to me and, and I had a conversation and she said, well, that's okay, mum. Like, she's very supportive. That was her journey. She said, but what do you want me to tell the girls? I've got two granddaughters. And then she said, and what do you want me to tell Oliver's kids when he has kids? That's my son. And, you know, that just threw me. That was just like, gosh, does that mean I can't think about just me? So in that moment, it was like, you know what? This is actually not about you, Sue. <laughs> this is about that you've got a responsibility as an elder, as a mom, as a granny, you know, like that maybe you don't think you've got anything else to contribute, but there's people coming up that do think you've got something to contribute. So it was real that moment of like, oh, okay, I do have something else to do while I'm on this work, earth walk. And I'm still not a thousand percent clear about where that is. And I know, you know, that's coming clearer because it's been a process in the last three years of going through that and getting well. But I agree. Cancer is, um, I think the scary thing about cancer for me is that we feel so helpless with it. And yeah. we feel like we've got to choose about a treatment plan. I I had chemo. I, I had yeah. to have chemo. Um, yeah. But on the other side, I, people would say I didn't have to have chemo. If I wanted to be alive and not in palliative care, I had to because the tumour was growing at such a rate and I had such a hole in my throat. So it was like they had to shrink it to get it under control, right? Yeah. I could have done alternative medicine, take longer, high risk, blah, blah. But I chose to go down the chemo thing. But on the other side of that, I was fasting anyway because I couldn't eat, but I was having colonics and I was doing enemas and I was doing my other stuff because I feel like we've got to get rid of like this, we have a dualistic approach in this human life and I feel that's where we get caught because then it's either or and it's like no it's like what we just talked about with the clonics it's like it's the it's the number eight it's it's eternity that's yep. what it's about and if we can bring in all of the the knowledge that we've got mm -hmm. and stop and don't be so because I think no matter what side of the fence you're on if you're really black and white on that side of the fence you're closed down I agree you know, mm -hmm. we have yeah. to be open. I, I, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and often we look, we just don't learn things that we might not have known as well mm. and that, that exist. And, and, um, and those worlds cross over more than we realize. Mm. That's yeah. what I've, I've realized working back in HR and with recruiting GPs. And there's just a mm. lot of information that by just being in a judgmental zone of, of oh, it's either holistic or it's not, um, it sort of like disrupts that whole holistic 
kind of ethos really yeah. because we're not actually keeping in touch with that whole realm of east or west meeting and somehow finding a partnership there mm. um I'm, I'm a big believer in both as well and and to trust your body and to trust what you I feel you so. need to do for yourself mm. um and you know just I just feel like um you know I just like to research odd things really I mean I I, I came upon like uh you know uh the Star Trek captain Kurt yeah yeah, yeah. William William Shatner's um he 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 had a an episode on his new show that's on SBS Catch Up and it, um anyway it's on SBS and I don't know if it's on Catch Up now or Real or both or whatever but um it's called um the unexplained and he had this <laughs> he had this episode on freaking like how okay how 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 is um the Earth created is it is it evolving is it the whole Darwin theory is it and then he came up with this at the end of it like he just explores ideas he's not kind of saying I think this is right yeah um but he came up with this you know research piece about panspermia which was about asteroids delivering you know microscopic um life forms to earth and and so we could be descendants of other planets and all that so what is human and what is alien and you know that kind of thinking kind of then I, I took it, I think I was having a conversation with my hubby and we're just chatting about like, what if like, you know, um, like if, 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 if life forms evolved to an intelligent, an intelligence to help, you know, if they're really smart, um, they would find a way to stay alive. They would find, wouldn't they? I mean, they would find a way to, for things to be peaceful. They would find a way to be in harmony with, they would find a way to try to get the best out of, you know, where they're living. And yeah. then, I, then I thought, well, you know, what's to stop like humanity evolving to a microscopic size? Like, you know. We, or, or did we come from that originally anyway? Yeah, or, or, or the other way around. And, or is it just time frame that's enveloped and we're doing it all at once? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. when, when um, I hear you speak of that, it's like I think about, because I'm very interested in the communication network of the fungus that's underneath the ground between the trees, right? Like, yeah. And fungi has been since the beginning of time. And yeah. that's when people talk about parasites and bacteria and stuff. And and I feel like, you know, and we're trying to we try and kill them, right? We try and kill them. Yes. And I say to people, it's like, you know what, it's like trying to kill a cockroach. A cockroach will come back, it will be here when long after we are here, you know. Mm-hmm. But bacteria are exactly the same. And same with parasites, mm-hmm. most parasites, because, and the same as the fungi, because what do they do that's different to us as humans? they stick together as community yeah that's true they stick together as community so they know that they it's like ants are the same like ants will forever be around no matter how much ant kill you do ants will be there you know because they stick to community and I think that if we're thinking and I have so for me this might sound a bit weird but when I think about the human being the body and I think about mother earth I am one cell of mother earth yeah so if I think that I'm a human body and I've got a trillion cells in me, right, that are sticking off me, you can see they're sticking off me, right, the, the health of those cells is going to depend on what I'm giving this, this body. Now, if I look at Mother Earth and I see that I'm just one of her trillion, trillion cells, 
I can see the health of her body by what's actually happening in our world because our, our corals are dying and we're acidic, right? Mother Earth's acidic, but so are we. So what we're actually, and and so once we clean up ourselves, Bottoms Up's um, little tagline is healing Mother Earth one belly at a one time. One belly at a time. That's right. Yeah. Yes. I and highlighted that on your bio, yeah. Yeah, because in your, this is where I started is that, I come off a farm. So in, and this goes to the, the statement you're saying about, you know, your bacteria that's come from somewhere and it's evolved. It's like in your colon, your colon is a compost bin. We are a living, walking organism. We're just held together by skin. But even if we put this skin under the microscope, it's going to be alive. There's going to be critters crawling on it. We don't see them, but yep. that's our bacteria is right. Keeping us keeping us well this is why we have to be careful when we're using all of our antibacterials and stuff because we're wiping out our natural um protection our natural immune system yeah so when i look in the colon and i see that and then you spread that 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 compost bin in my mind it does it's not a quantum leap to see how that then becomes mother earth Yes. And then how we all become a part of her. So when people talk about parasites, and, and I mentioned this to you, like I've done some time sitting with um, Aboriginal elders and women out bush, Australian circle, and, they, and I was talking to one lot actually about <clears throat> um, the colonics and and I was giving the analogy of like it's a river and, and our, our bloodstream is our river and our blood cells are our pebbles and what happens over time is that the river gets dried up and congested and now we get stagnation happens and that's where we now get sick from there and we get that inflammation right and they they got that they really got that but then the next thing it was like we started to talk about parasites and then they said to me oh so that's when someone gets out of um stinked like when their spirit's not straight it's because the aliens have come they call them aliens have come into their body and take them off center so they have to go and they put them through their healing to get their those get rid of those aliens to get their spirit back mm -hmm. I get that like if you see some of the stuff that I've seen come through tubes they're aliens man I go to my clinic in Narang and I've got um mm. I've got big pictures of what I've taken when people yeah. have been releasing not poo. it's not poo it's cellular memory is how I call it but if you wanted to if I was speaking it in my aboriginal way I'd be saying yeah they're probably aliens because I can see someone's psychology change their whole being change as they release that their being yeah. changes, the color in their face changes their their spirit changes their aura changes so yeah how, and it, it's like that law of attraction thing so you know like you know we we've spoken about this before too is that um, how we how what we think and believe we create the environment for what exists in our system and what we what we kind of welcome in and what we push away really so if we're welcoming in lower vibrational forms of energy you know that can come from you know wherever it comes from alien or whatever and those that I think that there can be the opposite too like my husband was saying to me like he likes to make friends with whoever's on his island, you know, like he sort of yeah. looked like his body's like an island, and I'm like a planet myself, you know, and he, he sort of said, look, I'm, I need to make, make sure, hey, guys, are you doing great and have conversations with them? And, you know, I really love that idea because it was kind of like, yeah. Oh, yeah, like you get to choose who's on your your island or your mother yeah. earth and you get to have conversations with them say well you're welcome or no take a walk you know you're not doing me any favors here I really need some more support for this or that 
and mm. it's about taking ownership for us being that one cell but also taking ownership for us having a collection that we're bringing to the table as well and yeah we do have control over that and I think all those things that you talked about before whether it's chemo whether you want to handle things in in a way that gets alleviates things very quickly so that you can get to the next point I think yeah more power to us because that's our that's our right Oh, and to understand that we are that and that we can, you know, it's like like when we're talking about vibration, like if we if we have an environment that is housing pathogen, yeah, or 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 pathobiome is the is the new word for that, I think, but anything that's not useful for us in a good compost, then that's going to immediately lower our vibration. So when people talk about um, you know, to have high vibrational thoughts and to, and energy around you. That's very tricky when you've got a an environment that you're living on. When your island is acidic, it's yep. going to be very hard to attract. The, and that's why when people talk about, you know, I don't know what's going on. I'm mm. manifesting as much as I can. I'm putting out positive thoughts. I'm repeating my statements. Rah, 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 like people, and they, and they even will say, I'm eating all the right food. You know, I see people, but but I'm still not right. Or, you know, I still can't get past this block, whatever that block is. It's because the environment inside is not being cleaned up. And yeah. While and going to the toilet once a day does not say that you've uh, you cleaned up. I, I remember that, and I learned that very early on in clinics. I had a uh, a man. He was probably around fifty. He got diagnosed with kidney cancer when he was around twenty. He wow. chose, yeah, and he, he chose to go very plant based and heal himself, which he did. Obviously, he was fifty and still going strong. And he was a chef. I couldn't believe it. French chef. Okay. Anyway. He, um, his treatments were amazing. He taught me what it looked like. To, and I, he's the only person that I've ever seen that, it, and no matter how well people come, how well they are, if you, and I've been doing clinics for 20 years and I could show you what I got rid of a few weeks ago when I did a cleanse, because I go, I do them once a month, but every now and again, I'll do like five in a row, just yep. because it's that hydration, that flooding of the environment, depending on what's yep. going on what you get rid of so it's all of that and as I said I, I the psychology that you see people go through the change so when people are just off kilter when they've got that alien taking them over that parasite whatever that other entity it's definitely has a psychology and I wrote a paper with a Dr Sully about that I mean if I did anything with it it'd be somewhere she was a lady I met in the States and she was very fascinated by the psychology of parasites. And I was just studying, this was in 2012, and I was watching people's behaviour change, you know, and not to mention all their symptoms, but their their behaviour is what I'm interested in. It's like their psyche because of my background, right? So yeah. seeing people that are on antidepressants not be on antidepressants anymore, seeing people seeing that beautiful part of life, there's something in that. And whether yeah. doctors and scientists want to say it's parasite or not, I guess I've gone past being interested by that because I work on this the symptom relief and the change in the psychology of the person that's in front of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I, I think, like, it's one of those things is that, you know, Oh, gosh, it was fascinating. I remember going down to like being in a room full of doctors, GPs at the at a conference a couple of years ago, and they were doing a like a a, a keynote speaker on on um, poo and yeah. um, the power of poo, you know. And it was um, 
they 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 were talking it was all about gut health and is there evidence to say that giving people um you know probiotics um is going to you know make their gut health healthy and all this kind of thing and and what they what they came to the conclusion was well they said, look, you know, you can you can do that. You can you can pop a probiotic in, but is it going to give the variety that a person needs to have in their gut? Um, probably not. Like it'll probably take a while for that person to um, have a balance uh, of flora in their system. But they were also speaking to those. Oh, they said that the 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 most healthiest people that that are on the planet they 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 live forever, like for ages, and they tested their poo and. They had so many microbes more than we have. Yeah. And yeah. so it wasn't a lack of microbes. It was the balance. It was the type. It was, you know, and, and they said, like, if you want to, if you want to increase your health, shake people's hand as you travel, you know, like, I mean, they, they say wash your hands, but they were, they were actually at that conference and it was pre COVID, but they were talking about how yeah. you shake people's hands. And especially over in that part of the world, I'm pretty sure it was the Amazon you know, you're from that culture, you're going to, you're going to um, increase your m- microbiome to be b- much beneficial for you, for yourself as well. So it is an incredible topic. Um, oh, hundred percent. And microbial, di- microbial diversity is what determines your health without mm. a doubt. And that's why we know, and that's the fear when people go straight carnivore, you should, it might be good for a lot of other things, but for long-term, you're not going to have your diversity. Eating your sauerkraut, make sure you get diversity. 30 yeah. different foods, vegetables every day, like to get yeah. that diversity. It's all about diversity. And that's about building your environment, right? So imagine each one of those little bacteria, that's like a little person. So yeah, yeah. it's like, again, that what we're talking about, it's like how, and, and if we've got enough of those goodies, then that's going to crowd out the baddie. So that's, again, how we work. It's like we don't aim on uh, getting rid of the baddie. We aim on building the goodie because that's better for your psychology anyway. So we want to build that up, build that vibration up. So then that doesn't have a home to live in. Um, And and we're using the water we use is um, pretty cool too because it's structured water. So and triple filtered and all those things like those things mean a lot to us so that water's intelligence if we understand the intelligence and the consciousness of the water going into a water body that's pretty powerful right to be able to move like and we talk about the earth as a blue planet right she's a blue planet she's a water planet because if you look up and she's water well so are we mm. we're a water planet well, yep we're water so yeah there's a there's a lot that we don't know isn't there and there's a lot that's actually out there but I think it's like the sayings about as is above so is below yeah as is within so is without like I just think there's a lot in that little statement itself yeah and I think uh, you know if you have the intention of like acceptance and um welcoming what is best to serve you then Mm. and it and and it might be hard to sort of think of it like that if we've got something going on like cancer but but if we have that just knowing that it's there to either push us in a certain direction because we need that's the that's for our like you were saying you would have never stopped working and had all that there were things that happened for you that absolutely have served you I'm sure they have and you're I can't imagine what it's like now like Three years later what life and 
everything is is like now compared to what it was even though I'm sure it was great back then but no well it wasn't and and it's interesting because two weeks before I got diagnosed because I'd started to get a cough and I was starting to get tired and I didn't really know what it was and um but and I think COVID had started then yeah it had so everyone was worried about that it was COVID that's right and I was like no I'm not that I'm not sick but I started to get this cough. But I remember working with a client in the Naran Clinic here because I was seeing clients then, mm. and and she I was treating her for breast cancer. She was had breast cancer, so I was treating her, and I said, "Oh my God!" Like we're just having a conversation. I, I couldn't afford to get sick. Like I couldn't afford not to work. That was my mind. I I had to work twelve hours a day. That was what I was doing to try and rebuild my business because we'd gone through a really bad time for a lot of reasons. Blah blah blah. Two weeks later, you know, I'm laid up in hospital. I can't move. And the business has done better without me. Like, it's like, because now it's about a different message. And it's not about what you said. It's like cancer didn't happen to me. It happened for me. Yeah. And I took it on as my friend. So I did a, I actually did a podcast on it. On It's on my shadow self. Like cancer yeah. was my shadow self. So I wanted to welcome her because she'd never been listened to. She'd never been listened to. So it's like, come on, talk to me. Let me mm-hmm. hug you. Let me make you feel safe. Like, let you be here. So mm-hmm. I got to know my shadow self, that side of me that didn't want to talk, that kept her heart very closed, that carried grief for everyone from all of her life. I wanted to have communication with her. So I made union with her and, and you know, I talk about it. We, 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 we walked in grace and we still walk in grace because she's a part of me that I didn't want to put down anymore. So that's how I treated cancer. She was my shadow that that's a, welcomed me. That's a celebration, isn't it? thousand percent thousand percent because it's like it's taken me nearly 60 years to come into my body and into my spirit like I'm 60 this year and it's like what Mm. I'm just starting to live my life you know what I mean yeah like you're on this this end but it's like yeah I really encourage people like really encourage people to whether it's cancer whether it's autoimmune whether it's depression maybe put a profile around it and say, well, this is my shadow self. Meet her as you would a friend that you love or a family member. Not yeah. you because obviously there's things you've got going on with you, but meet her as something else or him, but meet it as your shadow self, as a profile of someone that you want to get to know. Because mm. if I can embrace that, if I can embrace that shadow of me, I dissolve it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now it becomes one. Yeah. Instead of it something trying to get its attention and yelling and screaming at me, right? Yes. If I can embrace her as my shadow self and say, you know, let's come home. Let's come home mm-hmm. together. Embrace her. Now I'm going to dissolve dissolve the angst around that which is causing the low vibration. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love the way you put that. And it makes so much sense. Like then it becomes, you know, just in terms of like, I don't know, aliens and panspermia and microbes or invisible people who cares it just becomes about that there are aspects of the self that need to be integrated and so if they're yelling and they're hot and they're angry or waving and they're it's like okay let's have a have a chat let's have a little let's have a break and stop and and look at what we got to it's just like anything and 
I guess that's why I like enlightened conversations because we can talk about anything in an enlightened way. And that's kind of what I want for us, how we yeah. want to talk to ourselves. Like, that's right. how, how about if we could do that with ourselves? Like just any any part of ourselves that we didn't like, how, how about if we have that enlightened conversation and embrace them so that we don't have that duality anymore. It just becomes a oneness and it becomes loved yeah. and and it becomes part of us and then it's serving us and its best parts present themselves. You know, like you said, like the ability to speak and, you know, the ability to stop, you know, and the ability to trust, you know, that it's oh. going to be okay, you know, yeah. it will be okay financially. And, and there is a know. universal law. There is a universal law and that you are a part of that. So we can spend our life fighting that and coming up to blocks or we can hop on the same train. And say, so, okay, I, I surrender I, and, yeah. and I will work with this universal law. Being discerning, I'm not saying that you're just going to be rash and do stuff, but it's about once you're sitting in that place of peace that comes within where you bring all those fragments together and, and I, we are multidimensional. That's how I talk about it. So if we're multidimensional, then the way we heal has to be multidimensional. We can't, and it's more than just three. It's more than mind, body, spirit. I'm talking multi-dimensional you know like there's so many layers of us that we don't know and we don't see and that's what I call the mystery and that's what I love and I don't need an answer to that I just know that there's more and that I will respect the thought that yeah we maybe we did because what's to say I, I would talk about you know the star dropping down there's a dreaming about it a dreaming story the, the star comes to the ground and makes you humans and whatever who knows what that star is I don't know I don't know, but I know that there's a there's a connection to all humans in the rest of the galaxy, and I know that we are just one tiny, 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 tiny little sand drop mm -hmm. in like this galactical force, right? So I don't understand it. I don't even pretend to understand it. Um, and I'm really an earth-based person, like I'm, you know, I'm double Capricorn, I'm pragmatic, and but I had this true respect for nature and for the cycles and for the connection that we have to things that we don't know uh, because I know it all happens out there I know it all yeah. happens um yeah. and and it's happening for me not to me yeah. I just have to hop in the right space to see that and to do that so yeah yeah, yeah. well I, I I think it's really beautiful that we have an open-mindedness to that it's kind of like a a weird concept to think about but that if we are all one, but everything's a mirror, then it, mm. it then it, you know it takes what it takes for us to for everyone to be able to love and embrace the mirror that they see in everyone, and that's a very hard thing to do. And I think, but there is always that opportunity and that to have, that, that, I guess, a willingness there to do that. Um, today, I'm willing to, in my heart and in my mind, to be tolerant and to to be kind of thought with people's imperfections or seemingly imperfections their shortcomings and their their maybe lack of consciousness and to to pay it forward before I even set foot on the pavement outside my home that that's my intention for the day and I I challenge anyone to do that and to see if they had a better day at the end of the day if they felt better about the world about better about themselves um because if we can do that like just by choice like one person then yeah. imagine if everybody was doing that imagine if everybody was doing that all the time I know so true and it's like when you say that like I was just speaking to one of my people yesterday or the day before and about 
she was talking about how something um, triggers, you know, when, when people trigger us and it's like, well, you've been triggered for your own self. But yes. I said, I actually don't use that word trigger. I said, it's a teaching. You're being taught mm-hmm. something because it's, yep. something's been heightened in you. It's been brought up. It's a yep. seed that's coming through the ground for you to now go, oh, what do I need to look at here? Yes. That person, I don't think that person's very conscious. Man, that's pretty much egoic for me to say. I don't know anything about that story. What is my teaching? What is it's not true? Everyone talks about their oh, I can't do this because it triggers me, or this is a trigger. It's like it's again that shadow. It's like, no, what why is a trigger scary? Because it makes you feel uncomfortable. We don't get changed unless we get uncomfortable. That's that's the thing about human nature. We we have to go through a change because if we're comfortable, we'll stay comfortable. It's it's our psychology, it's our reptilian brain made up, it moves away from pain into pleasure. So if we're but if, so if we're uncomfortable, and this was another thing my journey gave me is was, you know, learn because I was so so much pain. So I would go and be comfortable in my state of uncomfortability. Yeah. And intentionally. Intentionally go and sit in my find comfortability in my uncomfortability and that's the same with triggers people get worried about trigger because it puts us on alert I know triggers I, I get that right I've got my stories there too but what I'm choosing to do now is it's not it's like oh so it's going to heighten but it's like what's my teaching so go past the emotion because the emotion will take us down a rabbit hole and we'll end up re-traumatizing ourselves so it's like okay now wait there what am I actually learning? That yeah. person said this and that triggered me. What's come up for me to actually put the sun on? What seeds come through the earth to put the sun on? So then now it's about a bit like my shadow. It's like now I can actually let that um, grow and and have its life force so then it goes back to the earth. So then it comes back yeah. as one. Do you know what I mean? Like I do, I do. I always I always like I don't ignore it and, and if I have to hmm. Um, I'll, 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 I'll like kind of separate it out from me and ask it what it looks like. You know, it could look yeah. like anything. It could look like a, a child. It could look like a, 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 I don't know, anything, a black mass, whatever. Mm. But to have a conversation, ask it what it needs, how it feels, what it needs, you know, what can I give it? Then find mm. a way to give that energetically to that part, like you would like sun shining down on it. Mm. And then it actually, like a, with flower, flower it would yeah. it would it will give you something back there's going to be some gift in that that is unearthed mm. because that's what fruit and trees do they give back and so you know shadow work is 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 it's it's half the job is us accepting and then the other half is us you know actually receiving that it's got something for us you know yeah. um so i i i i uh, i was talking to ann allison the other day on um, her she's got a book that she was uh, writing called being unfuckwithable and she was talking about in her book about chasing down tigers which is triggers another word for triggers she doesn't call them triggers either yeah. um, so she calls them tigers so we're chasing down our tigers and they're the things that we fear the most we're not we don't wait for them to hit. We don't wait for the tiger to pounce we go looking for the tiger mm. we understand it we you know roam with the tiger like yeah. find yeah, a way to find the power yeah yeah don't 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 hide in your home and wait for the trigger to not happen because yeah. you're too afraid to leave like like do the work to embrace them and find a way beyond them because they are there absolutely believe you 
that they are there to teach us something and they're only a trigger until they're not, we haven't learned the lesson. Then they're just a, an, an awareness of something that we've reclaimed that we didn't know was already there. And, and the triggers are coming from a memory. They're not from the reality of now. And they're coming from a fantasy of what we think might happen, all out of context of where it originally started. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's... It, that's like, that's just in that moment, like when you get that heightened charge because of that event or, or, or person or whatever it was, it's like you do have a split second to feel it come up and go, and because that's the art of observation of self, right? Yeah. So it's, it comes up and it's like, oh, man, I can feel that anxiety riding in me and they've just said that or done that or looked at me or I've done whatever, you know. It's like, oh, okay, but wait there. I'm here now. This is 2023. This isn't yeah. 2000. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because we can start to rationalize and observe it. Not to rationalize it, but we can observe it. And now it's now it's our now it's our teacher, you know? And now it might be a part of our shadow self. And we can dissolve that by embracing that. Because love embraces yeah. all at the end of the day. It's just about love, right? That's yeah. that's it's the pure energy of love. Pure, pure yeah. love. Yeah. yeah. It is. And even like if we're not triggered, like if we find ourselves in a situation, I did on the weekend actually, um, where I was in a situation where I didn't expect to be and someone was having just a heightened, you know, response to something. And I had an opportunity to, um, to let things run their course. They weren't directed at me. So it was just more like let things run their course, but then safely discuss what I observed later in a rational form rather than to get involved, engaged and hysterical because it could have easily happened because you want to be, you know, protecting people and all that stuff. But to not be a bystander, but to be an understander and a um, injector of awareness into the situation. And so that's what I chose to do. I actually chose to um, do my absolute best to contain my reality at the time which could have been spilling all over the place and creating more trauma and then later I actually wrote an email to the people that were at that event and put my two bobs worth into how that could have been managed you know or could change in the future to prevent that from happening and all that so often people say if you don't say something you condone it but there are there is a time and a place to know what to say part of it would have been if I'd spoken at that time I was so I wouldn't say triggered but I was so shocked <laughs> I was in trauma <laughs> um seeing this happen that I thought I, I I don't know if I could speak appropriately right now and I'm a trained counselor too but that's how unexpected yeah. it was because it was a very professional environment like very professional environment yeah. so I was like oh shit um so there's another example of like you know, it doesn't have to be an old thing triggering anything. It could just That's be that not. you're in a weird situation. You find yourself and going, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Well, and to just, to be able to find your voice, but to do so in a way that's that's positive and it's coming from a non-judgmental but positive place. Yeah, still not, still not, allowing, not allowing yourself to be gaslit and saying, oh, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's true. If we can respond in a non-charged way, then we're always going to get better learning from that, right? Exactly. Exactly. And we're all human. So, yeah. you know, the, when you come upon, when you have got, done a lot of work on yourself and you 
know how to deal with trauma. It doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to go through one. Like things won't hit and they'll just be like, oh, okay, that bomb went off. Um, Okay, yeah. now what yeah. do we do? Um, Yeah, I, I, it was kind of like funny because it's like, you know, it, you, I kind of looked at that situation and goes, oh, wow, you know, that kind of stuff used to be normal 20 years ago and it's not anymore now. And you kind of go, wow, how when you're in it, you don't see that it's unnormal. Yeah. You don't, you, you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, people talking to each other really rudely and just, and you're like, whoa, okay, you mm. know. Mm. So, yeah, it's interesting how sometimes we don't, realize how much we've healed until we find ourselves in a situation where we would have just behaved a completely different way and that's how we know we've we've healed a lot yeah because we're not in reaction at that moment we're just in okay hold space here yeah yeah Yeah. oh well thank you so much for joining me Susie it was just a great um opportunity to catch up with an amazing your your amazing journey what what's happening what does your life look like like now like you know daily in that compared to 12 hour days every day what are you up to now well I still somehow have really big days <laughs> I don't know how I used to fit clients in so the, the biggest change is that I don't see clients um on a one-to-one level in the clinic I do consult yeah. for clients online if, if they needed some support in whatever way that was I did I would do that um it's really been about supporting my clinics. I've, I've, we've just opened a clinic in Port Melbourne. So, you know, I'm going down there a little bit and getting that all sorted. And I don't know, I'm interested. I'm doing a lot of writing, I guess. Maybe that's what I'm trying to do at the moment, just writing research and looking at the whole water and how we can best be a service in the next 20 years. That's what I'm doing. How do we yeah. next best be of service for the next 20 years? Yeah. Oh, I love it. That sounds awesome. I, I love not how parts of mention Sorry, I was just going to say, not to mention, you know, I do do yoga most days and swim in the ocean and do the sun and do a lot more of that type of stuff that I didn't think I had time for before. Yeah, interesting. And we, yeah, fill our days. I used to fill my days. Oh my God. Yeah. Life's so different today than it was for me too, 20 years ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really lovely to catch up with you. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the next five, six years go. And just, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's wonderful to, have a have a have a a time with you and now I have another time with you yeah. and just, just to see the 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 growth and the change and and who appreciate that and yeah. and um it's hard to describe but it's it's pretty precious to to have like people that I know that I feel even though that has been five years it's like I can just sit down with you and and yeah. chat like it was just the other day and that's pretty special. I really treasure that, Susie. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Me too. <laughs> it's funny because it has just been that time, but it feels like yesterday. But if you think about what's changed in that time, gosh, it's been a lot, hasn't it? But anyway, yeah. thank you so much, Michelle. It's yep, been you're you're very welcome. And yeah. if any of you need to find um, Susie's clinics, it's at just just bottomsupcolonics.com. Susie? Uh, okay cool so it's bottomsupcolonics.com.au that's the best place to find all things um they'll find locations on there and they'll find a clinic near them and other information on there yep yeah it's easy peasy i i, I went on the website and booked my thing through there and yeah. you can even choose your own choose a person that i didn't mind i don't mind who i get i'm a bit more like leave it up to the university who i get 
um, but you can choose your own um, person yeah. that you want a therapist that you want to have that proceed process um, through. And um, I'm I'm just looking forward to. I'll send you. I'll send you a little I'll note afterwards. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. please do. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to know what's going on in there. Like like under the microscope. I'd love to know. <laughs> Well, you will uh, see it on the big screen. You'll get on the big screen. Oh well, if I've got some, if I've got some, you know, hangers on that aren't required there anymore, this is a great opportunity to say, hey guys, thanks for coming. But you know, see you later. We're done. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and um, we'll uh, look forward to chatting to you next time on Enlightened Conversations. Bye for now. Bye.